The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. I have been chronicling the battle against breast cancer through a longtime WABC radio listener and friend, Tamara Tucci. Tamara, or Tammy, resides now in Florida. And Tamara just had a double mastectomy December 20th. She only found out her serious diagnosis literally a few weeks earlier. That was her Christmas. She was in the hospital recovering on Christmas Day and just found out she has COVID. Tamara joins us now. Tamara, how are you doing? Hi, Dominic. You know, Tamara, um, I I can hear something in your voice. And and sometimes when it rains, it pours. First, you had the double mastectomy and now you have COVID. I I have COVID. Yes, I I do. And, um, you know, at this point, I should probably buy a lottery ticket with the luck I'm having. (laughs) Um, It's not. It's not too bad, though. I I have had COVID in the past, and the other time I had it was really bad. But this time is is not as bad, or maybe I just don't notice it with everything else I have going on. Right, but but it's still COVID, no matter how you slice this. It's still COVID. Yes, it is. Now, did the COVID interfere with your medical care, your treatment from the doctors as it relates to breast cancer? Yeah, I had to reschedule a few appointments and technically I'm off quarantine today because I had to wait so many days. And so technically I'm off of it today. So it kind of worked out. So I start back tomorrow with some appointments. Fair fair enough. So take us through for folks that have not heard and I've been chronicling your story but there are millions of people that have not heard the Tamara Tucci the Tammy Tucci story this all started for you in in October take us through the timeline please because it's been a a rather uh, quick process yes so October of 2023 I went for my my regular yearly mammogram and they called me like the next day. I don't remember how soon they called me, maybe the next day and told me they saw something on the mammogram and they'd like me to come back in to to do further testing. And we did further testing. The, The area of concern is what they called it at first was still there. They wanted to refer me to a doctor to look at the film doctor looks at it and says you know we should um do an mri because i need to get a really good look at this and when my when i went for the mri 
I uh, found out I had three more spots that did not show up on the mammogram. So um, immediately scheduled four different biopsies and they all came back positive for cancer. Um, invasive ductal carcinoma is what I have. HER2 negative. It's um, estrogen positive. So hormones are fueling the cancer. And everything moved so quickly after the biopsies. When they came back positive, they scheduled a double mastectomy like almost immediately nothing else was offered to me because um i had four different areas and that was pretty much the standard protocol and i had one area which i just had my pathology um read to me last week and they did get all the cancer out the tumors, but there were two of them that were very close to the lymph nodes. So now I'm going to be referred to a radiologist just to discuss if radiation is going to be um, something that I will need. Oh boy. But yeah, but she, you know, the surgeon did get the cancer out, but it was so close to the lymph nodes. It did not enter the lymph nodes, but it was very close. And so, yeah, so I'll be referred to a radiologist soon. So I have that coming up as well as everything else going on. Now, you just mentioned four biopsies. Uh, pardon me, because I, I don't exactly know, but I believe I've been told that they're very painful. Is that accurate when they're done? Uh, yes. You uh, lay on a table on your stomach with your arms extended out, and there's a hole in the table, and the doctor comes in, and they lift you up, kind of like a hydraulics, like in a garage. And the doctor comes underneath you and works underneath you. And uh, yes, I mean, they do numb you, but you still know what's going on. And after the numbing, um, whatever they do it with, after that wears off, yes, it's, it's not comfortable. And so for you, Tammy, it was done one, two, three, four times. Four times. Oh. Yes. Oh. Four times, yes. Oh. Well, explain this um, because you're a strong, strong person, but I have to be candid with you. I worry about you mentally. You are going through a lot breast cancer, double mastectomy, COVID. How are you doing mentally? So they assigned a breast cancer therapist to me. I've been to two sessions with her. She says she has noticed that I'm very angry, and but it's okay right now because I'm not even one month out from the surgery. She said that is fine. And she, she said she does notice the anger, but she also said 
she thinks I'm doing well at the same time, if that makes any sense. It does. It does. Yeah. Are, are you willing to acknowledge that you have been very, I mean, you have every reason to be angry. And, and how does that anger manifest itself in you, Tamara? I, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't voice it much. A lot of people, if you come to see me, if you come visit me or whatever, I, I keep it bottled up. But um, I'm just angry that I've never said why me, because it is me and what other choice do I have but to deal with it. And um, I, I guess I'm just... I guess it's cramping my style because I'm just so used to being, uh, what what's the word, free-spirited, independent, and this is really slowing me down, and I'm just not happy with, with it. And now my life is, you know, the next six months on this journey is going to be a lot of doctor appointments and just cuts into my lifestyle but again what what other choice do i have so i'm just dealing with it the best i can surviving breast cancer we are talking to tamara tucci tammy tucci who underwent a double mastectomy december 20th so a gofundme page arranged by your friend um, and it's titled Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. The goal is $11,000. You have enormous expenses and you have hit the 7,000 uh, mark. People, what I am uh, uh, very um, um, surprised about, um, I don't know if that's the best word, but you have people donating to you from all over the country and even from Canada. How does that make you feel? Yes, there's two Canadians that donated, and a lot of the people that donated, I don't know any of them, and they're sending notes to my friend who made the page. They're sending her emails saying that they heard this story on your show, so um, thank you, everyone, that that is donating. It's greatly appreciated, and Thank you, Dominic, for for doing this and following my journey. No, it's nothing to thank me for. Let me be very clear here, Tamara. You and I have known each other for many, many years. And uh, breast cancer occurs mostly in women, but also men. And even for men listening to us right now, they should be very concerned about this issue because it can happen to them. I know they don't, I know they don't think it can, but it can. And they also have mothers, daughters, sisters, and on and on. So it impacts everyone in one way or another. That's why I am so interested in your story. But the the most compelling part to me is how strong you have been throughout this process. Well, thank you. And I'll be honest, I don't feel that I've been that strong. I'm just doing what I'm told, you know, going to my appointments and just going through all the appointments and doing everything I'm supposed to do. I, I, I don't know if it's being strong. It's just, well, it's here, and this is how we have to deal with it. Now, the so you've gone through the uh, double mastectomy, 
And uh, there's the issue of, uh, if you will, and I believe you're having this done, the reconstruction of your breasts. Is that accurate? And when will that happen? Yes, I'm having reconstruction, but that doesn't happen right away. They have to start slowly stretching the skin to get it prepared for the final surgery, the final implant. The final surgery is not going to be till four to six months from from now. Um, so tomorrow I have my very first, um, I don't know what they call it. Um, I see the plastic surgeon and I he starts his first uh, stretching. I don't really know the wording here because this is all new to me, but um, I believe he starts injecting saline in and slowly filling them. I don't know. Forgive my lack of wording, but I don't know what it's called. I I, and, I completely understand. I mean, the, the mere fact that you're able to keep up with this and all these doctor appointments, there's been quite a lot, correct? Yes, and they assign you a... Um, cancer navigator is what it's called. She calls me all the time, checks in with me, tells me what appointments I have coming up and what clinics they're at, what time, who I'm supposed to see at the dot. I mean, she keeps me in line and it's been like the best thing because if, if it was left up to me or one of my friends or family members to keep this, you know, in order, I I would miss a bunch of appointments, but the, the cancer navigator, she's been a godsend. Well, we're really glad to hear that. Just the other day, Baywatch star Nicole Eckert revealed, and the first thing I could think of was you, Tamara, that she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. Is this happening a lot more recently than than what we think, or it's always been there uh, below the radar until it impacts a direct individual person? Uh, I, I think... I think since there's so much out there reminding women to get checked and October is breast cancer month and everywhere you go, it's the pink, pink, pink. And I, I think it's just putting the message out there more and more and, and women are like, yeah, you know what? I better go. I know someone who's had breast cancer, right? I better go get checked out. But also it could be more of it is, I don't I really don't know. I mean, is is it stuff in our foods? Is it is it our deodorants we're wearing that we're that we're getting sick from? I mean, I really don't have the answers. But I think because there's so much, you know, messages out there and commercials and uh, marathons, you know, and the football players were in the pink in October. And it's just uh, it's making women go get checked more and that's a good thing yes absolutely considering i was not going to get my yearly exam this year or i'm sorry last year now i wasn't going to go because it was already october and i hadn't gone and i says well i'll just put it off until next year and now i'm glad i did not and so if you had put off which was very easy to do your yearly mammogram, us talking right now, 
may have been too late for Tamara Tucci and the cancer may have spread throughout your entire body. Is that fair to say? Yes. One of the tumors, since I had four, one of them tripled in size in five weeks. Wow. Yes. So whatever prompted me to, to just go ahead and schedule in October of 23, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad whatever made me do it. I'm glad. Well, did you know this? Uh, I did not. I'm being honest with you. But according to the Mayo Clinic, after skin cancer, after skin cancer, breast cancer is the most common cancer diagnosed in women in the United States. Did you know that? Do you think most women know that? No, I, I did not know that. Wow. So that means that all of us have a lot of work to do to make sure that women are aware of this. Correct. Oh, oh, absolutely. Tell your daughters, your wife, mothers, sisters, whomever, that if they have not gone to get their mammogram, please go. Wow. Please. Wow. Wow. That That is simply remarkable. Coming from a woman that just had a, a double mastectomy, she's essentially begging Folks listening right now to get your your mammogram. The last time I spoke to you, Tamara Tucci, and I am chronicling your story of breast cancer, your double mastectomy. You said to me the hardest part would be accepting your new body. So call me naive and maybe it's not a good question. But but why do you say that? Yes, that's still the hardest thing. And, you know, I. On one hand, I have to be lucky that they caught it when they did, but it's it's just part of me. It's a it's a woman's identity. With me, it is. I I can't speak for every woman, but with me, it was my identity, and I, I look down and it's not me anymore. And and now I'm going to get reconstruction. That's again not me, and it's just a whole psychological thing. And I'm gonna—I I have to learn to accept my new changes in my body. And there's there's hundreds of people out there that go through things of amputations, and I, you know, they have to learn to accept that. Hey, that body part's gone now, and it—it's it, it, a lot. It's it's gonna take a little time, but I will get there. I know me. I will get there. It it just moved so fast, Dominic. October of 2023, December 20th, and, and, and just so, so many appointments, and I could not keep up, and it was just so fast, and and it's still going to keep moving fast, fast, fast until my final surgery of the final, uh, after the reconstruction. Um, I, I'm like in a whirlwind right now. The the GoFundMe page for you, Tammy, is titled uh, Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara uh, Tucci. Why did your friend, I believe her, her name is Monet, why did she decide to do this? Yes, Monet Johnston. Her and I have been friends for years. And when she, she was talking about it and she said, you know, I'm putting a GoFundMe together for you. I said... I don't want one. And I've always been the type that people don't look at those or, the, or if they see them reposted on social media, they just ignore them. 
And I, I didn't want to be that one person. And she goes, no, I'm doing it. She said, you're going to need help because you're not going to be able to work. And she said if she could just wrote me the check for it, she would have. And she would have. But and I finally agreed. We went round and round about that for a few days. And finally, I let her do it. And I, like I just said a few minutes ago, I am shocked at all these people that actually have donated in. I don't know a lot of these people. And it just amazes me. And a lot of them found me through you. So again, thank you, everyone who's donated. And thank you, Dominic, for following me on this journey. It's, it, I don't know. I don't feel so alone, I guess. And I, I have so many people around me in my corner, but I still feel alone. I, I feel like people don't understand what I'm going through. And I know there's plenty of women that do. But I just felt so alone. And I still kind of do. Um, but I, appreci- I appreciate everyone reaching out to me. And um, thank you for following me on this journey. So explain this to me, Tamara. And we, we are wrapping this up. But uh, you have a lot of people around you. But you just said you feel lonely. Why is that? Yes. So I'm, I'm waking up in the hospital after surgery. Now, mind you, I'm on lots of medication. I was, I was pretty out of it, but as I'm laying there in that bed, you know, I have my, my family that flew down to be with me and I have friends wanting to come in to visit and I had a room full of people so concerned about me but laying there in that bed I just felt no one understood what I'm going through I just felt so alone and I I can't put it into words and I can almost bet other breast cancer patients know what I'm talking about we could have had a room full of a hundred people there you still feel alone and I'm starting, it's starting to get better now, now that I got the therapist that they, and I'll, I'll see her again this week as well. But I, I just feel like no one gets this. No one understands what I'm feeling physically. No one understands what I'm going through mentally. But I, I think that's just part of it. It's part of this journey. And I, and I hope a year from now, when I talk to you about this, it's just going to be like, a, you know, in the rearview mirror. So I hope, I hope. Well, I'm, I'm looking for words because I, I feel so bad uh, about the fact that, that you have to go through this in terms of breast cancer and the double mastectomy and it happening so fast. And on Christmas day, you were, you were drugged up on, on massive painkillers laying in a hospital bed. And I I believe your surgery was some eight hours. Is that correct? Eight and a half hours. Yes. Who knew, who knew it was going to be that long? I was thinking maybe five hours tops, but no, it was eight and a half hours. Let's go full circle. This is my last uh, question. Uh, you're, you're dealing with the double mastectomy. You just uh, came down with, with COVID, but, but you're still a trooper. I hear it in your voice. You're still pushing forward. 
Yes, I, I have to. I, I have to do it for all the other women and some men that have breast cancer or going to be diagnosed with it. I have to show them that it, it's a tough battle, but you're, you will get through it. You will absolutely get through it. And I learned this week if I'm going to have radiation or not, if I'm going to be scheduled to have radiation. I, I really hope not, but that's not for me to decide. That's in God's hands. And can, can I just put this out there? I've had a lot of people reach out to me telling me I should go to this this hospital, go here, go there. I have one of the top surgeons in all of South Florida. I do not live in New York anymore, and I appreciate everyone you know, thinking that their doctor is better. And I appreciate that. And I, I really do. But I am in great hands where I'm at in Florida. And if I was in New York, I probably might consider the, all the doctors that everyone's been sending me. But I have a great team looking out for me. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. And that wraps up this episode. Thank you folks for joining us. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Also, follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glasses always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.